You're listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers, and the occasional swear word. Every Tuesday and Friday, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom, quizzing creative experts, and chatting with the brands you wish you were. So make a f***ing margarita and join me for the bossy type, where we make words and brands our bitch. Before we get started, a quick PSA. Head to bossycreative.com to download my very free, very juicy guide to building a bold brand. It's packed with loads of tips from Bossy's favorite creative experts and covers everything from copywriting to social media to graphic design to marketing to everything else. Okay, hit subscribe now because we all know you're going to forget and let's get started. Hi, welcome to episode six of The Bossy Type. Today we are talking all about career copy, cover letters, job applications, resumes, and LinkedIn profiles. I was kind of inspired actually to do this episode as a Q&A because if you follow me on Insta at bossy.copywriting, you will have seen that I shared something pretty cool that happened last week. So there I was just minding my own business when I received a message from someone called Monique who said that after hundreds of job applications, she started using the cover letter guide inside my ebook, Employable as F***, and was in stage two of her dream job. And what do you know, a couple of days later, Monique got the job. So in celebration, I put a question box up on my stories this week asking for your burning questions on career copy, and today I'm going to answer them for you. By the way, if you're keen to get yourself a copy of Employable as F***, which teaches you how to write cover letters, resumes, and LinkedIn profiles with personality, just head to the link in my show notes or visit bossycreative.com. Okay, question number one comes from Georgia, and it is, what are three important things to include in your cover letter? So first and foremost, make it about them and not about you. I always say this, the company doesn't want to know how they're going to grow your career. They want to know how you're going to grow their business. So focus less on how the job will broaden your horizons or sharpen your skills and more on the skills and traits that you can bring to the table and bring to the role. Next up, sometimes companies use scanning software to look for key phrases in your cover letter. It's kind of like a process they use just to speed it up to find the right person. So when writing your cover letter, try to pull out any keywords, phrases, software tools, anything like that from the job ad and weave those into the copy of your, co- of your cover letter. Thirdly, it's always a really good idea, or I like to think it's a good idea to include maybe an achievement or a couple of projects that that specific company has worked on that you really admire or relate to, because it shows that you are familiar with the company, but it also shows that you're not just churning the same cover letter out to every Tom, Dick and Harry. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's kind of like a lesser known one and you don't really have to do it, but I think it's kind of a nice touch. Lastly, of course, I'm going to say this, but add some personality. It's kind of cheating because it's a fourth one and it's not really something to include, but uh, I think personality goes a very long way when it comes to your cover letter. Question number two, how do you write your job application to make up for the fact you have no experience for the job? So that one comes from Bridget. So in this case, I would maybe put in a little bit more effort than your standard job application. 
don't just attach the cover letter you use to apply for every single job. If you really want this job, write one that's really tailored for that company. Be mindful of their tone of voice and really sell yourself. So you don't necessarily need to point out the obvious that you don't have enough experience, but I think you can make up for it like in a bit of a sneaky way by proving that you still have all the traits and attributes that they're looking for. Also, try to include any internships or volunteer work you've done and even a couple of examples of your work, particularly if it's in a creative job. A lot of employers these days will be looking at your ability and what you are actually capable of rather than just how many jobs you've had in the past. I know that's definitely true for Bossy. When I get any writers contacting us, I usually ask for writing samples because it's more important to me to see how they write and what they're capable of than how far they are in their career. I would even go as far to say to maybe even include some ideas that you would implement if you got the job. You don't have to give away all your secrets, but maybe just a couple of ideas that you have in mind that you think would work for them. I think if they see that, they'll definitely be a bit more open-minded to maybe having an interview with you, even if you don't have all the required experience. And lastly, for this question, I guess just be honest about where you are in your career. Maybe you don't have all the experience that they need, but you might even just want to work for that company and work your way up. So maybe you could even suggest that even though you're not right for this particular job, you would be open to perhaps interning or even a junior role because you feel like you really align with the company. Question number three. Best advice on tone and structure. This comes from India. So I'm pretty sure this is referring to cover letters. So the most important thing when writing your cover letter is to read the room. So I actually started talking a little bit about this in episode one, which is my brand story about when I started to expand Bossy into the Bossy Supergroup. So I wrote a job ad and I got over 200 applications and they were wildly different. I got some that were really, really corporate and then I got some that were like TikTok videos. So to be honest, I didn't even look at the formal ones at all they kind of went straight into another folder. I really focused on the ones that had obviously done their research and were using their cover letter to demonstrate their writing skills or how funny they were. (laughs) So I think it's really important to read the room, look at a company's Instagram captions, their website, the actual job ad and write a cover letter to match. I can't stress that enough. In terms of structure, I'd keep it to half a page, max one page. I would also address the person who posted the job ad directly, none of this to whom it may concern business, and include any special achievements or accomplishments that you really want to highlight and make sure that they're relevant as well. I'd also try to show them up front what you can bring to the table. So you don't really get the opportunity to sell yourself in a resume. So if they do read your resume and want to see more, they'll probably go to your cover letter. Or if you're lucky, they'll read your cover letter first. So try and use that space to sell yourself and specifically what you can bring to that specific role. Also, try to avoid any cliches or phrases or words that every other candidate will be using. So things like um, exceptional time management, Uh, extremely passionate. They're all things that everybody says and employers kind of like scan over them because they see them a million times a day. So try to think of things that are a little bit more unique and your actual points of difference and the things that only you have and can bring to that role. 
Question number four, what if you have 100 experiences on your CV across very different industries? That one's from Rebecca. So I guess with this one, without harping on it too much, I would definitely address the elephant in the room, but frame it in a positive way. So figure out a positive reason that you were drawn to all of those positions and why they suited your working style and your personality and your skills. And just like you would when explaining any gaps in your work history, which is a good idea, by the way, I'd focus on the specific skills that you've learned along the way and what you brought to the table in those roles. Also, try to show that you've reached a point where you're really keen to move in the particular direction in terms of the company or the industry and use any evidence you can to show that you're actually serious about that and you're not going to leave like two months later. (laughs) And lastly, question five, how do I stand out from all the emails that employers already receive? That's from Alicia. Yes, employers do receive a lot of emails. And I don't even receive that many, but the ones I do, I can definitely tell the people that have um, done their research and they're writing to me specifically and the people that have sent me a blanket email because they desperately need a job by the end of the week. So firstly, do your research and know who you're talking to. Have a look at the director or the manager's LinkedIn if you can, see what they're posting there. Google them to see if they've done any interviews. You'll get a good sense of their personality that way and it will help you to come up with the tone that you should be writing the email in. Be guided by that or their company overall to figure out how you should contact them and how you should speak when you do. There's a really fine line between being professional and going in the bin. (laughs) So for me, the most important thing is to just be yourself. Start the email slightly more casually, add a personal touch, ask them how they are, and then have a teeny bit of personality throughout the email if you can. Not so much that it's like you're texting a best friend, but try not to be too stiff. You'll be surprised when you actually do add some personality. People are a little bit more inclined to write back because the ice has already been broken thanks to you. Next up, try and flatter them just a touch. So which projects of theirs did you enjoy? That comes back to doing your research and be honest. Don't just pick things because you're trying to impress them. Actually have a look through some of their work and some of their clients and pick things that you really align with or that you relate to. And also be clear with what you want. Are you shouting them a coffee because you want to pick their brain? Do you want an internship? Make it really easy for them and make it really, really clear what you want. I would also try to include, again, any examples of your work to show what you're capable of. And then at the end, thank them for their time and offer to follow up next week. So just on this topic, I'm actually thinking of doing some templates for this kind of stuff. So email pitch templates, cover letter templates, and then putting them on bossycreative.com for you guys. So let me know if that would be helpful. Come over to my Instagram at bossy.copywriting and DM me and let me know. Lastly, bonus question. Question number six came from Chloe. What the hell is LinkedIn? (laughs) Well, it's your lucky day, Chloe, because I've already done a whole episode on that. So go and listen to episode three. Okay. They are the top five FAQs on career copy. So let's recap. Question number one, what are three important things you should include in your cover letter? So firstly, make it about them, not about you. Focus less on how the job will broaden your horizons and help you to buy that new pair of boots that you want (laughs) and more on the unique skills and traits you can bring to the role. Next up, pull out any keywords, phrases, software tools that you might find in the job ad and weave these into your copy. 
and include any achievements or maybe a couple of projects that they've worked on that you really admire or relate to. And side note, don't forget to add just a bit of personality. Question number two, how do you write your job application to make up for the fact you have zero experience? I would suggest making up for it by proving that you have all the traits and attributes that they're looking for. And I would include any kind of exciting special information. So any internships or volunteer work you've done, examples of your work and ideas that you would implement if you got the job. Question number three, best advice on tone and structure, read the room, look at the company's Instagram captions, their website, the actual job ad, and write the cover letter to match. Include any achievements or accomplishments that you're really proud of and show them up front what you can bring to the table for that role. Make sure you avoid any cliches or any phrases or words that every single other candidate will be using. Question four, what if you have 100 experiences in your CV across very different industries? Frame it in a positive way. Figure out a positive reason that you were drawn to all of these positions and why they suited your working style and focus on the specific skills that you've learned and what you brought to the table in those roles too. Question number five, how do I stand out from all the emails that employers already receive? Be yourself, have some personality A little bit of flattery goes a long way and be really clear with what you want. I hope that helps you land the job of your dreams. If you have any more questions on career copy, come over to Instagram at bossy.copywriting and slide into my DMs. I've also got one quick favor before you go. I would love you to leave a rating and review if you can. I have just realized that some of my reviews are pretty funny and now I want the funniest reviews on Apple Podcasts. (laughs) So if you've been listening to the past few episodes of The Bossy Type and you like what you're hearing, it would mean so much to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and a really funny review. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.